0: Hi, this is Julia and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is June 30th, 2021. And this is episode 43. So thank you for joining me today. Um, today, I, I wanna talk about um, the book writing journey that I've been on. So again, if you haven't been following, I am writing a book this year. Um, yes, so <laughs> I'm working with a program through Georgetown University called Book Creators. Um, I have a professor, we have a community, we've, we've met, we met weekly on Tuesdays by Zoom for several months, uh, three or four months or whatever, and then we were kind of left, um, you know, to, to do the writing, and our rough draft was due on June 25th. Okay, so we started in February. Whoa, we're supposed to have a rough draft on by June 25th, but um, a lot of people got there. Um, it's called being greenlit when you, um, you know, when when you get approved that your first draft is is ready for submission and to go on to, from your developmental editor to your uh, the next editor in the process. It's like this funnel uh, process, and so yes, you can imagine it's quite endeavor endeavor. Um, It was great because there was education um, involved about the publishing industry. Um, We're working with New Degree Press. It's a hybridized publisher. There's all these cool things I could say about that. But, um, you know, really, I I wanted to talk about uh, what it's like to write a book. Because, you know, part of the reason um, my professor, Eric Custer is his name, um, developed this program um, is... You know that it's hard to write a book on your own, and that I think he said the 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 um, success rate is like two percent of people who decide they're going to write a book. And so, actually, using the um, help, uh, having the help of community, of structure, of support, um, of guidance. Of course, he said it's kind of like writing your second book um, while writing your first book. So you have all this extra support that most people don't have when they're trying to write a book. Just you know, on their own, and I certainly agree, so you know, if I tell people I'm writing a book, I always kind of back it up with and i'm you know I have an editor, and it's with the program because you know we can say we're writing a book, and you know that's nice. I mean I'm working on a book, it's like that I mean, and that's great, but that could take you know ten years unstructured, that could be kind of in the realm of fantasy, like, oh, someday I'll write the book um or I am. Sort of writing a book, and someday it'll come together um, and when you 're in a program and you have accountability and all this stuff, you know you have much more impetus, much more uh, sort of backing you up and keeping you on schedule so yeah, so that's been my that i i've been I was you know lucky enough to be introduced to this program by a friend Pod mcgordon, who wrote her wrote her book through this program um and her book is called being together it's a it's about relationship it's a great book if you have a chance to to pick it up order it from amazon um so yeah here i was just found myself in this process and um the the crazy part was that a few months prior to signing up like four months I actually came up with a structure for a book (laughs) before I even knew I mean I didn't even sign up till I think it was November I found out I could sign up and my book uh, started coming through in in September so that's like two months uh, before and so this is how I kind of view life is is like oh wow you know just go with the program (laughs) I mean it's kind of laid out Oftentimes it's laid out for us and you just got to engage, you know, just got to, you know, show up. And um, I definitely feel that with this project and hence the topic of this podcast today, which is the book writing blues. (laughs) Okay, so as you can imagine, there's a reality behind trying to write a book and it's not so easy. It's why people there's a 2% success rate. And so a little bit about my journey. You know, um, again, I had the I had the inspiration come through. I was very lucky that way, right? Um, very inspiration come through. I, start, I was podcasting about it. It's great. Okay, I don't want to tell you what it's called. It's called Healing What We Cannot See 21 Hidden Root Causes of Disease. A practical guide to reclaiming a path to health. So these 21 hidden root causes, again, you may may be following this, um, came through and I podcasted about each of them. I blogged about each of them. I was like, oh yeah, easy. The book is already written, right? And that is true. My book is written somewhere in the sky, somewhere in my mind, somewhere in my you know, blueprint of my imagination. But that's not the same thing as having it, you know, in a Word document or a Pages document, rather. Now that Word is no longer uh, a program. So, um, yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about my book, Writing Blues, and what I've run up against in this process, the very real, you know, tried and true um, once, sh- you know, you try something and you find out what the obstacles really are. And I have to say, um, you know, that I, that's what the experience is all about is, you know, you learn what not to do and what, what you need to avoid and what's difficult. And because it's been so challenging for me, you know, I'm still in that process of like, oh yeah, I could have, I learned that this is the best way and this was the most productive way. I'm still kind of like not at that place where I can be like, yeah, and then success was mine. Um, and so, yeah, I'm reporting from the real, kind of the trenches here of the middle of the year of me having missed my rough draft deadline on June 25th, which... um Little, I'll back up a little bit here to explain that so really again I had the book come through it was all good but it's a very personal book and I'm not I'm not um very charmed by the idea of being famous whatsoever hence um not doing a lot of self-promotion <laughs> um you know I love making art, and all the stuff that comes along with it—the recognition, the criticism—and it's not just about being criticized. It's about how, how people, how people, how mean people can be in their criticism, or ignorant, or you know, flinging their unresolved, unprocessed stuff at you because you happen to be a target because you're visible, and you stand up and you say, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a leader," and then you know they throw all their crap at you and i this is this is just what happens hello this is what happens this is what cancel culture is about this is what any famous person who deals with a bunch of stuff getting thrown at them um it's just part of the it's part of the package and i just um i'm not so interested in all that um i don't really want my privacy uh, taken away i don't really want um And I'm very energetically sensitive, so I don't really want a bunch of people thinking about me and sending me mental constructs and, you know, looking at my picture or listening to me and thinking, um, you know, energetically sending vibrations at me that may or may not be positive. And even if they are positive, that's a lot of energy, right? So, um, just a little side note here, if you're an empath, um, if you're not, then... You know, you reserve the right to not believe me um, and you you never will. So that's OK. Um, but if you're an empath, you know what I'm talking about, that um, you can feel everything, you know, and, you know, you have to make choices um, based on what, how much you want to feel, um, because some things are just it's too over. It's too much, right? It's just too much, over, too much stimulation. And you need to kind of protect yourself, and, um, you know, it, uh, yeah, so when you're kind of putting yourself out there, you're, ask, you're asking for energy to come your way, right? Um, and if you're sensitive enough to feel it, then that's, you're going to feel the reverberations of that choice, right? Good or bad. And some people are like, you know, warrior empaths. And they're like, yeah, I just want to get through it. I want to feel it. I want to burn through it. And I want to, you know, heal this. And And some of us are just like, yeah um this is what feels good to me and this is what doesn't and those are called boundaries and I'm just gonna you know call call it like you know create it like I want it you know so this is all stuff we're learning collectively it's way high up in the collective right now how we're learning about all this stuff and um which is awesome which is great and I'm a lot of people like I you know, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts that are I'm getting educated by uh, on these topics myself. But in any case, um, that so that's, you know, my resistance. It's real. It's like, you know, some people want to be famous and they want their name out there. They, they just want to make a name for themselves and um, want the credit and want the accolades or the egoic, you know, boost and say, oh, I did this and I did this before I died. And I, you know, I made this of myself and I you know i i did something with my life i don't have that perspective i i don't have the need to um you know leave some you know create some kind of imprint i i i do like the idea of leaving a legacy in only in the sense that my you know journey which has been very challenging can be of service to others and I mean that from the bottom of my heart I'm not being some you know I'm not saying that because it might sound um you know it might sound good it's like my true sentiments are and have always been I can't wait to get out of suffering so that I can relieve the suffering of others um that's really how I view life you know um and anyway, so and then there's the kickback of all the people who are like, you know, you you have to take your suffering and make it into whatever. And that's true, too. So I'm not here to create a religion um, necessarily. But I yeah, I have researched those point of views. So thank you. You can keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, there's just so so many projections going on out there. I just like to kind of steer clear. I'm like, you know what? I know what I know. And I'm not really interested in getting challenged, uh, bullied, um, uh, talked out of whatever I know. It's it's enough for me, you know. I want to share with the people who need it and would actually benefit because I have benefited greatly from teachers who stood up and taught me what they learned. I am so, like, beyond, beyond grateful for these people. And I named some of them a couple weeks ago in my podcast – Um, episode podcast bonanza where I talked about some of the people who are you know sharing in a way that's making my life easier thank you all of you Um, anybody anybody who's doing that I'm deeply grateful and it's the only reason I've been able to keep going to be honest because this world is so full of illusion deception um, you know that it's challenging to find your way and so in any case um I'm here to you know I really do think I'm here to be a voice for uh to for the wound and um to to uh talk about it to show it to share it to reveal it to uh teach it to teach about it to teach what it is and how we get there and how we can get out in any case so that's, that's what my book is all about. And, um, but again, it's a tender stuff and it can be projected on, like I said, um, shadow work is not, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who can't handle it and, um, that's okay. You know, they, they, they'll find it when, and if they're ready. Um, so anyway, that was a long preamble. Um, so, the book writing blues are just some of the obstacles I've run up against in my writing. So I just wanted to, you know, give you a little little window into what it's like to try to write a book. Okay, so like I said, I decided it took, it was hemming and hawing because I was like, wait a minute, I don't even want to write a book. Like, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. I don't want this result. So maybe I don't want to write this book. And so I was like, kind of like putting the brakes on, like, in the process i was giving myself full permission not to write it cuz i was like actually i don't want this and that went on for let's see we didn't really even start writing till april cuz we were doing a bunch of educating so like uh, april may i don't remember when it was and yeah it went on for a while and i it finally i finally realized i would say <laughs> maybe in may okay my book was rough draft is due june 25th i finally realized Close to the deadline, like a month or two months away, that you know i 'm writing this book for myself to articulate to understand what i 'm teaching, to understand what i 've learned, to close a chapter of twenty five years of you know learning things, studying things, discovering things, investing in <laughs> trainings and therapies and you know, modalities and healing, uh, modalities and, uh, yada, 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 reading books and, um, all this, right? Like I want something. I want to be able to put in one place what this journey has been. And that's for me. That's not for anybody else. And I need to write this book so I can understand what it's been. And so I can, you know, understand what I know. And, um, so I was like, okay, I'm down. I'm I'm on board. And at that point I started popping out chapters. Um at a pretty good pace and my editor was like, "Oh boy, you're you're turning them out." So I was like, maybe four chapters just popped right out and I was feeling good and I was like, yeah, I can do this and if I do, you know, two a week and, you know, then I'll be on track and mind you I have I have 21 topics and then you know all the other parts, the introduction and the, uh, there's a glossary I'm writing and oh my God, all the stuff. So anyway, I got, um, I, and I was blessed with having a quote unquote, a writing retreat, um, sort of materialize in my life. So the month of June, I have been on writing retreat. And I've also been doing my coach training, granted, so that's been taking up a whole lot of time and energy, which has been great, but it actually has detracted from my ability to write and be online, be on my computer, because I'm doing that, and that's, it's sort of like at a pace, I'm getting certified, so, you know, I have to keep up, right? And this is also, has a deadline, but in any case, it was falling to the wayside a bit. So the obstacles have been. One is, um, you know, that there's this amazing potential in my mind, uh, that I, that when I go to actually write it, it's like, it's just like real life, right? Like it's in our mind, it's, it's etheric, it's light, it's, you know, it doesn't have heaviness and you bring anything into the physical world and it's like clunk. It's all awkward and like, jagged and like you know imperfect and you know heavy and takes time and energy so there's like this weird kind of dissolution between wait a minute the book's already written and then bringing it into form which is like oh my god this is so painful and this is I have I can't even sit I have to stand up when I'm writing because I can't my back is hurting and my neck is all com- compressed and you know, I, I I went to the chiropractor and he was not pleased with my body, um, either am I. And I'm a yoga teacher and this is not okay with me, you know. This is not okay to sacrifice my skeleton for this book. Okay? Um, so that's been a big obstacle is the physical part as well as the dissolution of you know, feeling like there's something that already exists and it's in this perfect form in my head and then I bring it down and it you know, maybe I spend two two hours writing a draft that I can't even use. And that's two hours. Again, two hours of my time, two hours of my energy and two hours of my body being taxed. Okay. Um and it absolutely was worthwhile but this is why i'm writing the book is the recapitulation process for us to be able to barf out what's on our insides to cleanse ourselves to learn to teach what we know so that we can learn it um to ourselves right is that's the process and and i it, i have this one chapter i'm writing it could take me 5 or 6 sit downs of 2 hours to actually get to where because there's so much it's the trap John ancestry there's just so much I'm like clearing, needing to clear through writing this chapter, and again i might it's like might not be able to use it until I'm eight hours into this one chapter, oh my gosh, so it's but it absolutely is worth it. I was talking to my sister, and she was so she was so supportive and she was like but that's so great you it's not it's not in vain and you got it out on the page and i was like crying <laughs> yeah i mean it's a beautiful process and the hardest part is that i could look at my week and go oh i could i have 2 hours here and i have 2 hours there and i'm going to get this done and check 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 it just doesn't work that way you know sometimes i don't feel good and i or i need to be outside or i need to eat or i need to exercise instead and sitting and writing would actually just start to, you know, pound me into the ground. And this is real, like, I'm, I'm not one of those, I don't believe in sacrificing for a product, like sacrificing health, sanity, um, you know, we only have one life, um, we're not going to get it back, you know, <laughs> after we destroy it, <laughs> one body, one life. So, you know, there really is a pacing involved with with getting the book on out and and I'm you know, I'm loving some of it. It is so satisfying. It's like a it's an epiphany. But again, it's it's sort of like, you know it's like working in a toxic environment. It's like I can only expose myself and it is, you know, Wi-Fi and the screens and the whole thing. You can only expose yourself for a couple hours at a time and sometimes only a couple hours a week. You know, so time is going by. The good news was, I forgot to mention I got an extension, two months um, to write my book, and I'm teetering, you know, like, can I do this? Because, I, again, I do not want to sacrifice uh, my health for this, and that's what the book is about, right? It's about health and a path back to health. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's so hard, it's so challenging, and so... Yeah. So some of it, you know, like I said, there's the physical pain, there's getting it out of my head and the dissolution that it feels like it already exists. There's the Wi-Fi exposure, the screen exposure. There's, there's the resistance, you know, just the resistance to, again, a lot of this material is, it's tender. It's, I was, you know, I've been crying. I've been, you know, it's like, also there's resistance to doing research. Like, a big part of this if you know my developmental editor has been hammering me like where are your citations 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 so that's interestingly in you know part of it is I think it's interesting anyway in a in a book if you read a book you can look in the back and you've got all these citations right um you could you realize how much time it takes to read a chapter and then notate it and then you know write it and then or watch it do your research for finding the YouTubes and the or the podcast and then you know cataloging them and then you know getting it uh, you know getting the information out do you know I did I, how many informational interviews did I do on my podcast I did like eight or ten informational in, interviews or maybe more um, with experts you know um, and I, I also have books and I have many podcasts that i've been listening to that give me you know drop the perfect thing for my book right right into my lap but it's like again this is like rumble still skin okay and i I even put that in my book it's like you know giving a stack of hay and then like you have to weave it into gold right like you're sitting there on your butt you know in the corner of the room it's hot and you're weaving gold weaving gold it's not fun (laughs) i don't find it to be fun um some of it and some of it it's very satisfying and rewarding i have to say but this is like painstaking in fact when i realized that oh my god am i actually a writer like my heart sunk so low i was like no i do not want to be a writer like, this is excruciating lifestyle. I mean, there's so much solitude. There's so much meticulousness. There's so much nobody understands what the hell you're talking about because, you know, you're, like, miles, like, light years ahead with your vision and your ideas. And you, like, okay, you got to put it in a book so people can, like, read it and understand it. But if you try to talk about it, people want to negate it. It's, to, it's not, okay, I'm not really loving it. What would I rather be doing? I don't know. That's the whole problem. So um that I'm trying to, you know, figure out like what is my you know, ultimate dream of of life on earth, you know? And it is weaving together these teachings and somehow uh offering them to people. But the process of it, again, the weaving the straw into gold is is the actual work and I have, you know, there's a a uh, podcaster i mentioned last week Jessica Laniato, she talks about you know in astrology um your 10th house is your career it's your public facing roles your 10th house may be very different than your than your 6th house which is your work this is your house of work this is what you do to for the career so the career may be one thing like being a lawyer but your work is to sit you know, buried under books, papers, you know, notations, that's your work. That's your daily life. That's what you do. But on the outside, people are like, Oh, you're a lawyer. And you, you're, you, you know, you do this and you do that. But you're like, No, actually, what I do is sit on my butt in front of my computer, you know, 40 hours a week. And I call myself a lawyer. <laughs> but actually, I'm a researcher. And uh, all these things, you know, whatever else, um, you know, It involves, so I think it's very interesting the dysmorphia we have about reality. We, you know, we're we're so like like deluded by you know these carrots you know hang out in front of us of fame and what you know what things look like on the outside. It's actually not true. There's the reality of what this stuff is. Is again what people don't talk about because it's not glamorous and everybody wants to look sexy. And glamorous. It's such a disservice. Everyone out there who is doing that, stop. <laughs> we need to know what your life is really like, okay? So, I'm interested in being honest and, you know, sharing about reality because, hello, hello, people. What do you have to win when you're just leading with your ego? It's it's really old, and I'm I'm over it. I don't find it interesting. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Yeah, so I talked about drafts, multiple drafts. Um, a lot of I've been lucky. A lot of my chapters have come out, and I, this is how I like to write. Actually, is just channeling. Like I'm a good writer. I, I know that that I am, and my writing comes out very. Uh, I don't sit there like wondering what to say, like it just flows out in like pages, and then you know it's. I have to edit it a little bit, but it's ready. But this is again without the stories, weaving in the stories, the citations, the the interviews, I'm not used to writing like that. And that's a whole other ballgame for me. And that I'm reserving for the second draft. Ha ha. Giving myself more work later. I don't know. But this is the process of writing a book, everyone. This is what it looks like. This is what you go through. This is it. I have one more point to make about this. And... One is the importance of not overworking. So I was listening to, God, who, who was saying the other day? Oh my God, I want to remember. Um, so it was about, oh yeah, it was Marie Forleo. Shout out. She was talking about, like, and she knows because if you know Marie Forleo, she's a content creator. She's an internet content creator. She's makes all sorts of cool things. She's written books. She's does programs. She puts together courses. I mean, the woman spends a lot of time on her computer, you know, behind the scenes because of what she does. And she admittedly says she, when she's not working, she just wants to get the hell away from that computer. Like she's all like the little, as little time that she can spend on that thing the the better because it is it's very it can be very toxic to um you know to uh subject ourselves to this lifestyle of sitting in front of a screen i mean i i, I look I, I feel like i look a little pale i mean i've been definitely going outside but you know it's also very hot and there's not a lot of shade where i'm at um so my i feel kind of pale i don't know i'm not doing too bad but Anyway, trying to keep I like I said, keep the balance. Um so anyway, she she talked she in a, in a podcast, she was talking about the importance. It was a really cool podcast. She had someone call in and talk about like I think it was support for uh god, I think the woman was an empath or a HSP, highly sensitive person, and she was talking about um work habits, I think it was. Anyway, and Marie was saying you know, like, actually, three or four hours of focused work a day is max. Like, it is really the max that you should put in, because it takes so much energy, it's so taxing, and it takes a lot of calories, and that you burn, and it's all this creative energy, and, you know, it's so focused that you can easily think, oh, I, I should put in eight hours a day, um, and when you do that, you you override your system, and you, your body starts to break down. You know, you start developing symptoms like, you know, structural issues, um, spinal, you know, back, you know, bad backs. Hello, how many people? Um, it's just normal to have a bad back or a stiff neck. It's not normal. It means that you're overworking. <laughs> it means, and I know a lot of people, you know, they say they don't have a choice; like they have to do that for their job. Well, that's the point we're at in history is like get like take the shackles off your feet. Like don't do that. Like you have to. You only you, you have to you have to make up your mind to not sub you know um submit to that kind of um uh, you know work conditions. And I know it's easier said than done. I'm not um in some fantasy about this. I really believe that it's we're at that point in history where systems are breaking down because people are ill people are unhappy and we have to learn how to work sustainably and create happy people you know not angry overworked grouchy you know sick people you know who are only going to make everybody else's lives worse because they're toxic (laughs) with their own you know negative emotions and their own illness due to uh, you know not listening to their own bodies i'm not telling you it's easy I'm not telling you that, um, you know, that the systems are going to have to crash and we're going to ha- you know, there'll be some chaos. That's what we have ahead of us. Uh, if we really choose to, to re- reform our, you know, our lives um, and our systems that long, whole nother topic. But in any case, back to this is just not overworking. And again, I've had some days, I've had maybe three, three days only though, that I did overwork. And I was like, "Oh, I'm at a pace, I go out, take you know ten minutes in the sun, go back right, do the coaching, do the this, do the that, you know do my homework, do my online this you know, I was like so fried that I needed to recover, you know, and it wasn't worth it like i like maybe doing pu- putting in two or three eight hour days that I've done doing that since in the last month were not good for me. They didn't advance me, they set me back. In the way that I had to recover, so you know, like i said it's it's like you have to listen to your body, you have to go at your own pace, you have to stay engaged, but you you know I'm just at a point right now where i'm I am feeling kind of like tox tox toxicity the toxicity of my computer it's hard for me to to be around it um, I'm at another a bit of a standstill, and that could go on for a few more days <laughs> um so if you're out there, you can send me a little prayer and the prayer could just be for my highest good. And, you know, if if you're interested in that and, um, or just, you know, whatever, but I'm doing my best for sure. And I'm learning a lot and I'm, you know, trying to stay sane and healthy and, um, have good intentions. And I have, I have commitment. I have reaffirmed my commitment, but I also, God, I I don't want to, I don't want to dig my own grave with this project. So so those are my book writing blues. There's some purples in there, some reds, some some other colors too. Some, you know, pinks, some unicorn, you know, rainbow colors too. So then it's not all blue. But um Yeah, thanks for listening. Um today. If you got through this whole podcast and you're you're a champ, maybe you're gonna write a book too someday. Maybe I'm your I'm your mentor uh <laughs> voice saying this is what it's like. Don't give up. Uh, hang in there and, um, and have fun. And, um, you know, give yourself permission to like, you know, go through the hard stuff and don't think it all has to be easy. I I just, that is such a fallacy. Life is not all roses. And, you know, again, the work is the work, you know, and the glamour is a fantasy is another thing that we're just, you know, totally mesmerized by as humans. Many humans just it's all about the glamour and the glitz and the fame and the accolades and all this stuff. Um that's, you know, it's not what it's about, really. Uh so if you got to the end of this, leave me a review. Oh my god, I hardly ever asked for that. But I don't have any reviews still yet. I've not been plugging that. Please leave me a review. How did you like this episode? You can rate it, you can review, you can um, say hi, Julia, I know you or I don't know you. And thank you for putting your time and energy into your podcast. And I really enjoyed it. And um, I'd love to meet you one day and we could have tea and you could tell me about your life and I would listen and, and yeah, it'd be all good. So yeah, you can reach out to me at juliaburnbaum.com. I am a yoga teacher, a writer, a mentor, a tarot reader, a coach in training. Well, I am a holistic. I'm doing holistic wellness coaching, but I'm also a coach in training. That's a, you know, a newer part of my identity. So, um, yeah, reach out, say hi, and I hope you have a blessed day. I hope it's going well. And if it's not, you're exactly where you need to be. You're not broken you're not a horrible person. You are human and you're doing great. And don't let anybody tell you anything else. So thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.